0: listening to work at lady where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves and if you happen to be a mom be the best mom ever and maintain our sanity while we do it Okay, so if you have clicked on this, um, you might be trying to conceive, and if you are, congratulations. This is a very fun and exciting time in a woman's life when you're excited about starting your family. So I'm just so happy to share um, my journey with you guys and in any way that I can be a source of encouragement and yeah, ask me anything. So what I'm gonna be doing, I just kinda set this up a little bit, is this is actually part of a series that um, I'm gonna be sharing both of my complete full journeys from my conception stories to my pregnancy story, to my childbirth story, to my postpartum story for both of my pregnancies. So this episode is actually um, episode one For the conception story of childbirth one, (laughs) if that makes sense. Um, So I'm going to share, of course, a lot of information, um, as well as my personal story, just, you know, FYI, this is just my personal story and my tips. You know, you got to do what works for you. You got to get to know yourself, you know, do your research, talk with your medical providers to find out what works for you. But there's certainly a lot of value in listening to the experiences of other women. It may help you figure some things out with yourself. Um, So, you know, I think it's just great to share this information. So, let's go ahead and get right into it. So, my TTC story, trying to conceive. Um, first, I want to say if it has been a challenging road for you, I am very sorry. And um, I hope that this episode will still be of some encouragement to you. Um, and please reach out to those in that community. There is a lot of great resources in the community for women who are been trying to conceive for years, and it has not happened yet. Um, so, now a little bit more on my story. My story, I will say my conception happened quite quickly. I got to that point in my life with my husband. You know, I always knew I wanted to be a mom and I kind of set a date in mind like, hey, this is, you know, the age of the year that we are going to do this. Okay. And so that time arose and it was time to start trying. So, before that, though, prior to that, Um, and this could even be kind of a tip, Um, we did do body prepping. So body prepping, if you're not aware, is kind of getting your body to optimum health before conceiving to try to increase the likelihood that, you know, you will basically conceive, you know, have the healthiest conception possible, the healthiest baby possible, that does not mean that things still can't go wrong. Um, you could do everything in your power and still a little something may go awry. And that's okay, you know, it's no one's fault. We shouldn't feel bad. But if we can give ourselves the best chance for our children, I was intrigued by that. And I I, I really kind of studied into that to see what I could do. So what was part of my um, prep was actually a year prior, I started my body prep, you know, eating better, um, juicing a lot, taking a prenatal vitamin, um, a quality prenatal vitamin, a whole food vitamin um, before I even wanted to conceive, okay? Um, Alcohol, I was never a big alcohol drinker, but we would occasionally have drinks like with friends. So kind of tapering that off. And then six months out from that, quitting alcohol altogether, Um, was part of ours, um, even though, like I said, we were not big drinkers at all. So then um, the the next thing that we did was really trying to get a little bit more physically active. This was something that I did prior to trying to conceive, but then in pregnancy, I really did not do a good job of for pregnancy number one. So um, yeah, we both got more physically active, you know, just tried to increase our health and including more leafy greens and veggies in our diets, um, you know, juicing, all that stuff that we should all be doing anyway, but stuff you really want to pay attention to um, when you're trying to conceive. So then um, I went for my last checkup before I was going to conceive. And that was the appointment. Of course, I was going to explain to my OB, like, hey, you know, I'm going to be conceiving soon. You know, is there anything that you're seeing that, you know, we should put the brakes on? Anything I could do different? Any concerns? She gave me a good once over. And it's like, hey, you know, you're good to go and everything. Like, okay. So. Went home, went ahead and did what we had to do. And I'm like, okay, you know, let's see how this is going to go. Now, I want to share here. I have Hashimoto's and I knew that I had Hashimoto's before Um, I had been, you know, around many women who had issues conceiving just, just because maybe they had other health issues. And so I kind of always thought because I had Hashimoto's and because I had heard so many stories about it taking years to conceive that that was going to be my story. I did not expect to literally get pregnant after one try. So Literally, I wanted to kind of experiment and see what our fertility was like. So I was like, we are going to do the deed and then we're going to abstain and I'm going to wait and take a test because I want to see what we're really working with here just for future planning, future birth control, you know, things that we we may need to do. And so that's how it went. So after body prepping and doing the deed one time, I had not been on birth control for years, I I only took uh, birth control for a very short time. Um, So maybe these things factored into me conceiving straight away, maybe it did not. Um, I mean, people even conceive on birth control. So it really is a mixed bag. This is just what happened to me so um now let's talk about though like when you see that pregnancy test for the first time so I did the deed and of course I'm trying to conceive so I'm looking this was not a surprise pregnancy so we did the deed and the next day I'm like I want to see like what happened okay this I mean yeah, like I don't know you know this is my first time so I like have all these pregnancy tests and I'm peeing on the stick. I'm like not pregnant obviously we all know that you don't like have sex one day and then you know, get a positive pregnancy test the next day. But anyway, what I'm saying is I was just so excited. This is something that I wanted to do and I wanted to know right away (laughs) what was going on. So I immediately started taking tests. I mean, I took tests day after day after day. And so that's why it was just so interesting that I kept getting negatives, even though the tests say that, you know, up to five days before your missed period, yes, you know, the hormone HCG typically is not found in your urine until you're a little bit farther along. Um, Some tests say as early as seven days um, after conception. Let me tell you how long it took me to turn a positive test. It took me two weeks past my period for me to turn a test positive. So like all of these days afterwards, so like, let's say we did the deed. at this point, I may have been like three days DPO, right. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I'm not feeling anything. I don't feel any different. The only thing that I started to notice um, was I was starting to get like tired of uh, fatigue, things like that. Um, I recall being dizzy a couple of times, but like nothing out of the norm just yet. So of course, I'm taking pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests. Then I say once I got to about like, seven days DPO, I start having like period symptoms, full on cramping, nausea. I was one of those people who would throw up in the past, like every time I had a period, like, you know, I need heating pads, I need like Tylenol, like I need everything like tore up from the floor up on my period. So I'm thinking Hey, this is going to be a really bad period because it was like starting to be really bad cramps. I was feeling hot all the time, starting to get nauseous, all these things, but I'm taking tests, you know, and I'm like, they all say negative. I don't know. So at this point I haven't shared anything with anyone. Like I didn't even tell my mom anything, you know, it's just like me and my husband, like, I don't know what's going on here. I feel like crap, but the test says negative. So by the time that I get to like a full-on week past um, my period time, I'm like, my period never comes late. I am a literal 28-day cycle person. Every 28 days, you see my period. Not skipping periods. None of that was my norm. So I'm like, I don't have a period, but the test says negative. What in the blue face is going on here? And by this point, I am feeling, when I tell y'all I was feeling out of my mind and so sick, like the sickest I have ever been in my night life, nausea. At this point, I had not thrown up yet, but severe nausea, fatigue, dizziness, lethargic. I recall sitting at my desk. I was working from home at that time with my business and I'm working on some reports and doing all this stuff. And literally I was getting around ligament pain because my ligaments were stretching. I didn't realize that would. it, was um, I probably was even having some implantation cramping and stuff like that and I remember those cramps being so severe like I literally had to put my arm down on the desk and I could not move like I was paralyzed and it was the strangest it was almost like someone was in my hips going like this literally pulling them apart and I was like I've never experienced anything like this in my life. These are some psychotic period cramps, like, because at this point, that's what I'm still thinking, you know, my period's going to come. And yeah, man, it was pretty wild. So I was like, man, I got to make a doctor's appointment. So <laughs> I will never forget this. The next day, I was at my place of work, and there was like a little kind of like a boutique blowout sale going on. And I was like, trying to make it up to the second level I had a small box trying to put some things away and it was kind of like a celebratory thing and my mom and some friends were there and I remember walking up the step and the steps were literally going like this like I could not see straight I was in so much pain like everything hurt when I tell you everything hurt everything hurt Oh, and also at this point, at this point, my breasts are literally on fire. So I want to say about 10 days uh, DPO, my breasts literally was like someone set a match and started a fire in both breasts. Like when I tell you, I could not even remove a bra. Yeah. So that the breast pain that I experienced with conception number one early pregnancy number one was absolutely ridiculous like I didn't even know your breast could have that much of a fiery heavy feeling like they just hurt so bad like it was ridiculous my nipples hurt like it felt like there were shooting pains going out of my nipples I was like what on earth is happening here? Like, I don't have a period yet, but I have all these psychotic symptoms. But in my mind, like, it's still not all clicking. Because again, I did not think one time of trying, I was going to immediately get pregnant, just was the furthest thing from my mind, you know. So I was just like, wow, man, this is intense. I need to go see a doctor, man, this is pretty intense. I need to go see my doctor, like, this is off the chain. So anyway, yeah, I, I will never forget that walking up those stairs. And I remember thinking like, man, you know, I must, maybe I'm just getting old. Like I I just, I can barely go, you know, maybe I'm, there's something really off with me. Maybe I'm sick. Maybe I have something else, which is another symptom that I had. I really felt like I was getting a cold. I had a lot of congestion. I really don't ever get sick or have colds. So I'm like, I got all this congestion. I feel like my throat is on fire. Like my breasts are on fire. My hips are on fire. My uterus is on fire. My booty's on fire. Everything is on fire, man. Like help us sister, out. It was tore up from the floor up. From the floor up, okay? So yeah, so when I started throwing up, I was like, this is definitely now. I need to go like to the doctor so um, at this point I have um, my male OBGYN I I got you know he was highly recommended and that was something different for me I was like oh I don't know but he actually was amazing Um, but right before that I took another test and finally it said pregnant I was like (laughs) okay this all makes sense now because this was a whole lot of wacky stuff going on so we were so excited i could not believe it i was like wow like i'm pregnant like As a married woman or anyone who, you know, is, you know, sexually active, like over your like time, you know, with your mate, like you've taken pregnancy tests just in case. And like they've always been negative because you've been using precautions, right? So to finally see a pregnancy test turn positive when you like intentionally did that, it was just like, I cannot believe this right now. Like I was like, wow, like I'm pregnant. Like it was that easy to get pregnant and immediately I started to understand women more right then I'm like wow imagine if I was in a situation where I was not trying to conceive and bam you're pregnant and you you need to change your whole life and it was just a lot of emotions for myself and thinking of other women that I had known and I was just like wow this is incredible so get to my doctor um Have my checkup with him. He's amazing. And of course, again, I bring up the whole Hashimoto's thing. I'm like, how is this going to affect my pregnancy? Like, am I going to have a bunch of issues? He was like, there's nothing off with you he's like you're great about taking your medication i take a very low dose medication he's like i can see you're taking care of yourself and doing the best that you can he's like we really don't ever see hajimoto's for the most part cause issues with pregnancy unless you know maybe the medication dosage isn't right maybe the mom didn't know she had hajimoto's or you know maybe the person just chooses not to take medication like whatever um But other than that, he was like, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. And I will share with you, like, I had no issues that were caused by my Hashimoto's um, with pregnancy. The only thing that could have been was more of the extreme um, morning sickness that I had and things like that, maybe. But then I know plenty of women who do not have Hashimoto's who had the same extreme morning sickness. So... I'll share with you a little bit more what my early pregnancy was like, but the rest of it kind of will be shared in my next episode, which will be my pregnancy um, story for baby number one. Um, So the rest of my early pregnancy, I will tell you, was tore up from the floor up. So first trimester, your girl... um, it was not pretty. It was not pretty at all. I could not keep any food down. I was throwing up constantly. Every single day, I threw up maybe multiple times in a day. Um, Everything was on fire. Like I mentioned, from head to toe, I could not get comfortable. I would be hot, then I would be cold. Many of the foods that I wanted to have, I could no longer have. And it's so interesting how that happens because I can remember tasting a drink that I would normally have. And that was another thing that kind of before I got my uh, big fat positive, I kind of realized something might be off because I went to drink the drink and I'm like, this does not at all taste like it is this rancid. Like what happened? Like this doesn't even taste right. So my taste buds were all off Um Everything was not easy for me. Like it was difficult. So my first trimester was not fun. I love like children and all of that. And I love the science behind what happens with the body. But as far as like loving being pregnant, apart from me thinking, Hey, this is really cool. I'm growing a baby inside of me and knowing what I'm going to get at the end, like the pregnancy itself. Like I don't like being pregnant. Like it is not easy. The body changes were horrible like it was just crazy speaking of body change in first trimester it was it was not pleasant um it was not pleasant at all um at this point like I'm so sick I'm like oh my gosh like what have I done you know maybe this was a bad idea like I am so sick like I was so sick so um, it was definitely an interesting experience. If you are trying to conceive and you've never conceived before, like take this information to heart and you know try to make it work for you. you know, I hope that you can navigate the sickness and all that that some women experience um, and, and not be too sick. But I just wanted to kind of um, pinpoint a couple of tips for you guys that I want to share specifically about trying to conceive and early pregnancy. So my tips for trying to conceive is kind of one that I already mentioned a little bit, which is doing the body prep. Um, the body prepping really does seem to help um, you as a woman um, with your pregnancy to be a little bit healthier, um, which kind of helps the pregnancy progress, you know, healthily, as well as have a healthy baby. Also pay attention to your partner too. men's sperm actually just like our eggs, but even more so with the sperm Men's sperm, according to studies, it really does get affected by things like alcohol, um, if they're not healthy, um, even sometimes if if they're overweight, the sperm um, mobility and um, how healthy those sperms are, are affected. So really pay attention to what your partner is doing too. Try to get your partner on a healthy trend with you prior to conceiving, just so that you have that healthy sperm beating a healthy egg and then increasing your chances of having a healthy baby so if you have any sort of vices or your partner has any sorts of vices you know um, some people do drugs or abuse alcohol or things like that definitely you want to you know mix those things before trying to conceive at least six months out um, the other tip that I would have um, for a mom is if you know that you're trying to conceive kind of get certain things in your home like kind of set up for yourself like if you need to clean out your house do that before you even try to conceive like not necessarily buying anything for the baby yet because you want to kind of wait until that safe zone like you know before you start buying things and everything but like if you just need to clean out your house, like do that before you even conceive, like stock your house with some food, like do all those things to like care for yourself, get yourself some new lotion, buy yourself some comfy clothes, get some nice PJs, get a new like tea mug, all those things to like prepare yourself so you could be in a little bit better of a mindset Um, you know, like going into the trying to conceive process. And then when you do conceive, you've got everything you need to kind of feel better. And then also, um, if you have someone maybe in your family or a close friend who you can kind of confide in, you guys can be there for each other, you know, ask questions or like just have someone just who understands what you're going through. Like, definitely, if that's something that you feel comfortable doing or you have access to, like, definitely, um, I would recommend doing that. And then the last tip that I have um, for trying to conceive is actually being aware of your mental health. So just kind of understanding that this is going to be kind of a roller coaster ride, and you know, getting yourself as healthy as possible. If you kind of question in the past, like mm, maybe I have some things I need to address with my mental health, you know, getting that addressed, you know, maybe even before you conceive could be helpful during that process. So you kind of know, okay this is why I could be experiencing these, you know, feelings or feeling this way, or maybe this is why I'm not able to handle certain things, just understanding yourself. So basically, the main tip with trying to conceive is, you know, get to know you a little bit better, try to work on being the best version of yourself so that you can handle trying to conceive, and then hopefully handle, you know, the pregnancy and then everything that comes after. So All right, ladies, this was my trying to conceive story for baby number one. So remember, this is part of a series. The next uh, story up will be pregnancy story for baby number one. So I hope that you will subscribe and go ahead and come through this journey with me because I got a lot to share. I think sharing is so important for women to do and if you need the information you think it's beneficial, hey, I'm here for you, girl. All right, ladies, thank you so much for listening to Work It Lady. Have a great day, and we'll see you in the next episode.